Steve Orton is the owner of Swords Consultancy, a specialist fitness business that works with many top brands in the industry and has a deep experience in organizing major events and shows. In this episode, we get a chance to talk with Steve about his role as lead consultant for Performex and his approach to redefining fitness industry events as we know them. The big thing I've learned over the years is like being an event, known as just an event, it's great for two days and it builds up, but you have to have that longevity and you have to offer value and you have to look in different formats of how you're creating content. I'm Fraser Quelch, and this is the TRX Procast, where we chat with the most iconic leaders in fitness to get the inside track on what it takes to thrive and succeed in the ever-changing landscape of business, training, and life. I've been in, within the industry for about 15 years. Um, prior to that, I was very much sort of from a business development mindset and involved from, I've been in recruitment, um, sort of learning from the sales point of view, um, and then worked in a number of, sort of within the family business. Um, so we used to run some major trade shows, a bit more, less active. They were more uh, dentistry, veterinary, pharmacy, uh, car shows, as, and then car shows as well. So always been in and around events, and then sort of fast forwarding through those in 2008, 2009, I was involved in launching Body Power. Um, so at the time, one business was being sold. Uh, the owners, the, the new owners didn't want to take a show that was seen as maybe bodybuilding and the wrong connotations for what they wanted to be involved in. But that was sort of taken involved. So the guys launched that. I was one of the founding members of that. So I've been, I was involved at Body Power for 12 years. So grew that from the first year up to sort of getting 90 odd thousand visitors at its peak in probably about 2016, where the likes of Gymshark, Grenade, all those sorts of brands sort of launched and accelerated their growth. So that, that has been really good from a, a broad spectrum of dealing with a number of different clients. And then I left Body Power in March 2020 have to get my years right with covid yeah. Uh, so yeah left in 2020 and you know, from my point of view it was very much moving forward i've got different visions for what fitness is but still you know the contacts i've made over a number of years um i've launched my consultancy sorts which you know works with various brands and helps a lot of startups but also is strategic advice and then off the back of that you know, from my my perspective, the fitness industry, dealing with a lot of the educators over the years that were talking to consumers, there was this void in the market, you know, and understanding, I guess, a spectrum of events within fitness in the UK. I was looking and going, there was nothing that currently represents fitness and training. That is what we probably know as fitness and training. It, it's modern, it's, it's on trend and credible. And you add into that, then you look at it and say, for coaches, for personal trainers, you know, social media has had so many great benefits to people, but there's also quite a lot of, I mean, they're not all negatives, but there's, there's elements whereby you know, maybe the wrong people are getting the airtime or, or people are getting exposure for different reasons. And ultimately, I wanted to create something that, you know, whereby I worked with a number of people, but it's, it's setting a new benchmark in fitness, it's got education at its forefront. 
it's got thought leadership. So, you know, for instance, with Performex, we're looking at sometimes sports and the parallels you can bring from sport into business. You know, yeah. so is it culture, teamwork, leadership, you know, inspiration? And it's just something that then performance underpins absolutely everything. If you are a business at the event, you want to perform great. If you're a coach, we want to increase your performance with your clients. If you're in the industry, it's setting a new benchmark. So that's what I've been in the last sort of six months advising through sorts, you know, working with the performance guys to create something that isn't in the industry. You know, and, and it feels as though where it's entering the market it's really hit and hit a nerve in a good way for people that they want it. So yeah, actually there's a bunch of great stuff there. Uh, Steve, thanks. You mentioned sort of in the middle of, of, of the, uh, of your intro there that you've got some of your, your own thoughts on what fitness actually even is, which I'm sure have been, you've been, been infused into what performance is going to be. Um, could you, could you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so I think, Definitely, you know, I guess if I look back, I've been through the like the eras or what, you know, being involved at Body Power, you saw bodybuilding, then you saw aesthetics, functional, the rise of functional, you know, and then performance. And I feel as though, to me, fitness at the moment, it, it can be almost anything to anyone now. I think something massively that's come out of, you know, everything we've been through in the last couple of years is, if you go for a run, if you cycle, if you go to the gym, you know, whatever you are, you know, doing some form of fitness and everyone has a different goal of why they are training or engaging in fitness. So to me, I guess it's not one dimensionally, it's multifaceted that you might want to do Pilates. You might want to do a high intensity session. You might, whatever you do, you are doing fitness, but it relates to your goal. I guess that's that's where I'm seeing it. and and talking probably a bit more, you know, about what is out there at the moment. It's I guess the boutique, the rise of the boutique clubs, you know, functional performance. It feels to me as though we're in a very, it's a really interesting, and I enjoy it massively. It feels a real fitness world whereby people have got goals or aspirations, and it's not all about abs or whatever. It's almost like an expansion of of um, of the industry in itself, where everybody can self-define it what it means to them. And so, is it safe to say that Performex is meant to is meant to encapsulate and give opportunities to to all those different groups? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so that's you. You say it far better than me, there, Fraser. But it's um, yeah, encapsulates. It's what it is to each individual. And from a Performex point of view, the aim is to you know have those two components: educate coaches. You know, I've just been speaking to one of the leading Pilates instructors in the world, you know, about how that's a great retention tool for a lot of PTs, but they just don't know it, you know, but then you look at what you guys do from a functional point of view, from a, a mindset within Performex, I guess we've got four different functions and, and areas. You've got that inspiration leadership where we've got a Ben Francis, the CEO of Gymshark or a Mark Cavendish, one of the world's leading Tour de France cyclists or George Groves, next boxer, world champion, that that's quite inspirational and you can get elements from it. Mm. But then we've got training and performance. You know, that's talking with some of the leaders around Olympic lifting or more about hypertrophy or Pilates. 
you've got and then you've got lifestyle and nutrition where on the friday we've got it's very human performance focused so you've got you know a sleep expert you've got the rise of hybrid training you've got like the science behind it all you know, and then it brings in the lifestyle the nutrition you know we're talking you know, female health menstrual cycles premenstrual all of the um all of those elements are coming in and I, what we're trying to do is be very current and relate to the fitness industry and all those topics that you know some of them i guess have been not spoken about too much but i, I feel as though an event like performex is the perfect opportunity to have the different channels and pillars of content but bring it all together well, that's an incredible breadth that um, that you just described there across all the different days. And you mentioned some themes. Can you expand on like the, the different themes that you've got going on on some of the different days? Yeah. So, so on the Friday, which is the 18th, so the first day, there's the, so on the main stage, we've got it's very it's more what I classify a bit more pure business um, for the for the industry. So that's mm-hmm. where you know. Ben will talk about, you know, the next 10, 20, 30 years for Gymshark and quite an inspirational character of what he's created. But then you've also got, you know, the fitness metaverse being talked about. You know, we've also got the business of fitness. So that's another stream on the Friday. And that brings together quite a lot of roundtables whereby, you know, we've got a number of the gym chain CEOs coming together to talk about gym chains. We've got the, the future of design so you know what a facility looks like what does it incorporate how it should be and you know we've got um pete mcknight from hinsa and places like that speaking um through to you know the future of fitness professionals because to me like that channel is very much about challenging the industry having mm-hmm. something whereby we don't all just go along and say oh yeah it's nice and it sounds great it's very much about going hold on, what, what are the problems? You know, we've got Simspa, Ollie, who's the commercial director at Simspa on the panel. And he said, look, I'm open to have discussions because we want to be that credible body for coaches and fitness professionals. So you've got that and, you know, the engagement piece from an event, obviously we haven't been to events for a few years, but challenging the industry, having discussions. So that will take place. We've got on the Friday, the human performance pillar, which is all about, you know, I have a huge interest in it anyway, but it's, it's those almost other 23 hours when you're not in a gym working out, you know, so your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition, you know, all of that hormones that I think from a, you know, and you guys will tell me even more, but from a coaching point of view and, and professional point of view, that's coming into the the remit probably a lot more you, know, you have to understand your client you know from a female and male point of view so it's really important you know that we have that element so it's not all about just how people train in the gym mm-hmm. and then saturday is it's relatively the same but the one big difference would be instead of the business of fitness being very sort of commercial and industry it's very coach and pt led so sales marketing retention all of those core components of what makes a good fitness professional so how are you juggling like because i mean one of the biggest challenges of any event is trying to juggle the different topics and how to and how to hit a broad enough base and and the different types of topics 
how are you juggling the the balance between conceptual sessions versus practical sessions you know stuff where your hands is on equipment you're actually active versus here's the idea that's going to feed and fuel your your training and the way you're thinking about it as you go yeah. along so I, I guess so the number one thing from that point of view fraser is that you know perform x is not just a trade show you know it's mm -hmm. about an experience like that's sure. That's you know, the, the performance and the experience coming together brings that brand name. And to me, you know, we're working with a number of the leading brands in the world like yourselves at Performex. Mm -hmm. um, so there's going to be theory, but you know, we've got, you know, suppliers and brands that are actually creating full on gyms whereby, you know, those coming along can actually get involved. And you know, if you're a gym owner, you can walk in and go, right how would this how if i was building something if i want to implement it this is what i could implement and do so people are trying to create that real life experience so mm -hmm. we've got a lot of that going on we've got the talks predominantly there's a huge there's a large amount of theory going on but for instance mm -hmm. when you know, sonny webster is coming over from australia talking about mobility you know and that olympic lifting side of things so sonny will do a theory-based um session but we mm -hmm. will have bars and we'll have the practical application next to it so he can demonstrate it and then off the back of those theory based uh, there's four core theaters so to speak and stages we also right. have got a number of practical areas so downstairs we've got some leading coaches and gyms that will be running sessions over the, the couple of days and there'll be practical demonstrations there. And then one of the areas that we've implemented is called Coach's Corner. So, you know, we were looking and saying, if you're a coach, if you're a, you know, someone that listens on a, to a bigger talk, you know, the feedback we've had is it's not always comfortable to ask a question in front of hundreds of people. So what we wanted to do is go, right, how do we create something far more intimate, whereby then someone might have done this talk, but they can go up into Coach's Corner. We've got a select amount of kit up there. And that's where maybe anything from two people up to maybe 10 or 15. And there's, there's these smaller components going on that you've got, you know, the ability to say, look, I've got a client with this impingement here. I've got, they've got this issue. How would you deal with it? And it offers right. a bit more of a, a personal connection with that, that educator. Sure. So I think there's, it's very much about you know taking the theory and the practical and being able to implement it to your work or you know, your facility once you've left Performex. So there's, mm -hmm. there's definitely a blend of you know training as well as the theory um, sessions at, at the event. So if I mean I'm sure you've envisioned this if if you're a personal trainer coming to the event and you've always got lots going on. I'm going to ask you in a little bit about, cause you're doing some different things in terms of length of sessions and that sort of thing, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah. I'm curious as to if you were a, you're one of your, like one of the attendees, how do you think you should go about navigating this show? Like oh, how would you do it? If it was, if it was you, how would you, do, how would you go and navigate your event to get the most that you possibly could from it? Yeah, I think I think the number one thing would be planning because I think ultimately you've got there's there's two components, there's, there's two floors. So you walk in on the top level, 
which is where a lot where the experiences are with the brands. So you're going to walk into some world-class brands and almost have a bit of a wow factor, you know, that you'll have that ability to go in. I think one of the key things for the coaches you know, and PTs and for professionals coming along is looking at that schedule to understand what you are passionate about or where you feel you need to add value or add experience because we have tried to put you know over sort of 80 90 hours worth of content together and we know not everyone is going to be able to see everything however mm. to your point fraser actually is all sessions are going to be recorded so you as a as a coach coming to the event you will be looking and saying right i want to pick the sessions i want to go and see now you might have a there might be a clash of a couple but the yeah. aim is that it's not that someone's leaving halfway through. It's very much saying, look, you can go and see that, but everything is recorded. If you have a ticket to perform X, you will get the access to all of the video content as well. So you might have missed that dedicated talk and presentation, but you do have the feasibility to hear it. But I think very, very much it's, you know, as a lot of these events do, it's it's who people like, it's who people want to, to go and listen to. And ultimately, you know, whether it's one day or two days, it's, you know, it's looking going, I guess some people are going to go, you know, do they do more of a Pilates and mobility side of things early on in the morning? You know, mm -hmm. Are they then going to, you know, go to a couple of like key sessions they want? You know, is that to me one of the big things of these events is the networking element and the ability to you know, engage with peers or you know, looking up to people and having that chat and engagement so i think that's one of the big things is you know you want people engaged in the content but you also we've got certain sessions where it's just industry networking you know because we want people to to mingle to talk have food together we, we know what it's like having a having some food and a drink is one of the best times to catch up with people so um mm -hmm. you know there's a there's a dedicated you know food court with various you know options so we've actually said that is a, a networking area as well how have you gone about selecting the presenters and, and selecting the actual suppliers to attend have you, have you been kind of strict on who you want representing this event yeah so um one of the one i guess the values and the the focus of performex one of our values is to be credible on trend and progressive you know from from my perspective it's you know we've put together an advisory group of you know people from different subsections within the fitness industry that they have actually been part of the process from a education point of view of suggesting people you know these are people that have probably been in the industry quite a while and have a good scope of knowledge that they can then say look these people are good and we've i've had it from a couple of them saying are you sure about this and i think one of the hardest things from an event is mixing and balancing you know influence and education you know you you know so we've got to get that balance right but it's very much you know i'm not an expert in fitness and like the standards in fitness i love fitness but actually that's where working with an advisory group and panel comes in and i think that that's been really beneficial like we've had you know talks about inclusion and diversity you know those elements and making sure we've got that involved 
but also and then from a client point of view is i guess if i look back six months nathan it's you know it's speaking to people that you know have got an understanding and buy into the values of what performx is like i said we're not trying to be this event that's got hundreds and hundreds of suppliers you know there'll probably be 50 you know core people there you know but actually on that top level there's seven or eight brands um and it's very much using contacts it's talking to people you know like trx or high price or you know those brands like wit for instance you know they want to be there and showcase what they do from a from a, a store perspective but also as a brand um and expand that so for me it's it's been about speaking to specific brands that are leaders in their field um and then also you know we are getting people now that are going more of the the traditional exhibition space where they know what the audience is going to be and they feel i want to be part of this but yeah from my point of view as well it's it's not trying to get 10 brands that are, are all suppliers that compete with each other and you know to me i understand why trade shoes do that but it's almost going you know in it in our sort of our max like having you know three brands maximum that are same but different if that makes sense because then you know they are showcasing things you know differently but there's a genuine thirst for educating people they must have they have to have some form of education that they were either delivering on or, or able to expand a little bit more and not just be like you say a typical trade show where it, it's a stand with a few products maybe maybe some some people representing and using the products but actually developing education so people that come to their sessions go away you know with their with their bucket filled so to speak on inspired yeah. by the, the equipment or the education that they've done is that the kind of thing that you were looking for from suppliers as well yeah massive it, i think when um when we were looking at it initially it was very much going what brands, when we're speaking to them and utilizing our contacts, actually they had education as part of their sort of ethos or part of their business. And, and I think sometimes education can be seen, you know, not as a primary focus for a lot of people, as in like operators all the time. It's sometimes a nice addition, you know, and, and I think from my point of view, the whole purpose is to raise these standards and you know when you speak to a brand it's going look do you buy into what we're trying to do so it's not just going we've got a few thousand people here they're this do you want to have a stand like to me that is transactional whereas what we're trying to be is very much saying look do you buy into educational thought leadership do you want to bring in you know good good examples are you know say gary at indigo he has then created a partnership as per like with you guys and others and saying well do you want me to reach out into my pool of contacts in world-class sport to help the content you know so it's very much that thing and i was speaking to a client they've not actually come on board and he, he said to me he's like look i don't want it to be if i was going to come on board i don't want it to just be an influencer show you know he was very peeved with i guess the sense of the market with that and I said to him, look, you've got to understand influences comes in many varieties. And he said, look, if you've got these world-class people that can relate to the coaches, then next year I know I'll get involved. 
You know, it's that type of mentality of it's not just about trying to get as many people sat down just because someone's got 300,000 followers on Instagram. It's going, we've got to have that mix. And I think the, the beauty of it and the founding partners like TRX are people buy into the concepts, they understand what's trying to be created, and they're also, it's a proper partnership rather than, like I say, a transactional, try and get as many people in. Um, you know, hopefully that's coming through. I really love what you're doing. I think it's great. And, and I also think that, um, you know, the landscape, the, the fitness landscape, as you pointed out right at the very beginning in the UK, uh, from, a, from an education perspective and a, and a trade show like this one that's targeted at the, at the professional is really, um, you know, it, it's changed and there really has been a gap. I'm, I'm excited about what, uh, about what you're doing for sure. Yeah. And I yeah, love definitely. all I think, the concepts that are behind yeah. it. Yeah, and for, for me, it's one of those things and it's, it's making a mark on the industry and saying, look, this is about, this is what the event is about. I'm putting a marker down and then year on year that grows, you know, and, and we'll get mm-hmm. to a certain capacity where we don't want to create like 50,000 people at an event. It's, it should mm-hmm. be very much where people can get that education. You know, we'll always look you know, outside of the industry as well. You know, for instance, one of them is about, uh, one of the sessions is about world-class customer experience. You know, so we've brought someone who is at Virgin Clubhouses, I think, who's the head of their experience. Right. It's bringing non-fitness um, expertise into the fitness industry. You know, we've got uh, one of the gentlemen, Hanley, was responsible for bringing Nando's to the UK and expanding it from eight sites to 256. You know, so wow. from a franchising point of view, you know, that, that's where the value comes in, I think, of... You know, you've got these operators in their own fields that can pass on knowledge and expertise. And the, the interesting thing will be how many people really engage and go, I want to be, have a thirst for this. And that, that's what will grow. Um, but yeah, we've got you know, some brilliant people from within the fitness industry, at, from the world of professional sports and then the world of business. And I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels and, and real close links from them all for sure now you're doing some things that are a little bit different and we've talked about some of them as we go one of the ones certainly that that um that i thought was interesting as as we first started to work with our own content is the length of sessions now traditionally these events the sessions are normally about an hour and a half long sometimes a little bit longer sometimes a little bit shorter your sessions at least the ones that i've seen are all scheduled to be 30 to 45 minutes can you talk a little bit about what the concept was in in breaking from tradition with that and and what you're hoping to to see come out of like what do you what do you hope the these sessions will represent in such a such a directed and intense time yeah so i guess the aim is one is there's a certain level of content we want to allow within the the experience i think in reality you know, and we do have a plan to, you know, moving down the line to do more um, like masterclasses and workshops. But I think the key thing for the first year is from, you know, 30 to 45 minutes, we do have a couple of keynotes for an hour is it's like Nathan said earlier, it's filling people's bucket, but from a point of view of engaging them, making sure those educators really are intense in the sense of the content they're giving and also, the, there's a bigger picture thing of how long do 
do people keep concentration for? I think that's, to me, one of the biggest things is if you're a world-class presenter, within 30 to 45 minutes, you've got hold of a room and you can get a few key points across and that attention span of those listening is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the considerations. And I think the, the other consideration is because we know we can't do absolutely everything over two days is saying, right, as it's a first year event, let's showcase what we are trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. we showcase the breadth of the content and give people a flavor for it that allows us to grow. And then, you know, we have those shorter, sharper sessions that people can probably get a few more sessions in a day in as well, but then they have the ability then. And what I like is to engage with that educator afterwards. You know, they might have some individual courses. So it's not all about Performex trying to do absolutely everything. It's, it's offering a platform for some of the educators to say, look, we are world-class. This is what we do. And then if someone likes it, they can move on uh, and follow that person or listen. And then we do have the, the, the sessions on record as well. So yeah, it's an interesting point. And I just feel sometimes, you know, over an hour, um, unless you are hugely, hugely engrossed in the session and it's a, a real focus, sometimes the concentration's lost from people. And I think mm-hmm. we want to make sure that it is hard hitting, impactful and it almost makes them want to come back for more to a point or more with mm-hmm. that educator. For sure. Well, it gives you an opportunity to, to maximize the, the, um, your resources, which is basically the different rooms that, that people could be experiencing education and give them, you know, a, a breadth focused as, as you, you pointed out, I think you might even use that word, a breadth focused experience as opposed to a depth focused yeah. experience. And, and, I, and, I think and as well, yeah. And from an event point of view as well, like, the one thing that I'm very aware of is not to try and do too much straight away. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you can then get lost doing too many things to, like you say, you've either got to go breadth and and content or you go deeper and maybe that's more individuals that can, people can go then to a day workshop with someone, you know, we've, we do have a strategy to do more masterminds, more workshops and, and allow people almost to upskill and ups, you know, we can then from a commercial point of view, look at going, right, do we want to work with certain people and do collabs, partnerships, and people can book in for, you know, a day on that specific, you know, title mm-hmm. or topic, but then they have the ability to do everything else. And yeah, I, just, I think the, the other thing Fraser is, you know, looking at it and saying, we've not been out to events in quite a while. You know, mm-hmm. people haven't seen yep. each other is learning a bit different. And actually if we can keep it a bit shorter and sharper, mm-hmm. it gives people that taste again. You know, and then we've got different products that will come out through the year. And we have the summit in September as well, that allows us to re-engage with people. But I think as well, it's, it's not just been a two day event. You know, I've, I've spoken to Nathan about it probably over the years. I'm not Nathan, you know, you know, it's a, it's becoming a brand. It's becoming a community for coaches and bringing the best people together. Yeah, I agree with Very that. Cool. I, I kind of use phrase. I used um, idea, the idea convention over, uh, over in the States as, as kind of like a blueprint in a lot of ways. I mean, I've only had the pleasure of attending one and obviously we, we did the Me Fit Summit in, in Dubai and we did our, our own TRX Summit 
and I kind of feel that the the, the, the response of the, the crowd, and obviously they're all prosumers, PTs, gym, gym managers alike, they, they preferred it in some ways to just coming on one education course and spending the whole day with that one brand or that one educator because they got to sample so many things, even things that they may not realise at the time that they would have added interest in or, and, and then explore it more. And that's kind of why I wanted to put TRX forward because, you know, the sessions are short and sharp, yes, but we get to potentially see quite a lot more people that may not have experienced any of our education before, or maybe have just had a little taste of it and want to see a little bit more. Or, you know, we've got sessions, not just on the strap, we've got sessions on rip trainer, for example, there's a lot of people, especially in the UK that may not have even touched a rip trainer before, but they get to experience it for, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes. And hopefully my, my aim and my goal from a supply point of view is that they, Worst case scenario is they go back to their clubs because they've got the kit already in the facility and start using it a little bit more. Best case scenario is they say, what's next? We've got a first for it. And, you know, and that's why, you know, an event like Perform X appeals to me from a TRX point of view. Mm-hmm. Well, and so your, your concept of what's next, Steve, as you've gone along, you've, you've mentioned a couple of things like, hey, an inaugural event, we've got some other stuff coming. As you roadmap out, because this is the first event, it's the maiden voyage of Performex, but it sounds to me just from talking to you that you've got lots of other things on your mind. What's the, where's it going? Yeah, so I guess it's, it's a discussion. We've all got different ideas and we've got a definite sort of journey of where we want to go uh, within the team. I think for me, the, the big thing I've learned over the years is like being an event known as just an event it's great for two days and it builds up but you have to have that longevity and you have to offer value and you have to look in different formats of how you're creating content you know seeing what you guys did through lockdown and what you're doing now but from my point of view it's it's about creating that community that collaborative mindset you know having things like podcasts you know having say at different gyms you know i've been at different ones recently and it's like let's do a collab at that facility and it consistently keeps the brand in the eye of that consumer or the professional but you are known for you know as from a performance point of view it's about education and thought leadership so that that's where we're going for instance on the thursday night which you guys will have a couple of tickets doing everything you know we've got you know, uh, Anthony Watson, the England, the British Lions player. We've got a live link with Jordan Henderson, the Liverpool captain. You know, that that is thought leadership and that is about world-class sports people inspiring business leaders, really. You know, so we have the ability then, you know, my business partner, you know, he's got 10, 15 years in professional sport and that, that arena. So that helps. So I think, you know, to me, it's about experience, ultimately. And that experience can be in small uh, sessions. It can be in a day format. It can be collaborations with you guys in other ways. It can be at other facilities, but Performex is then known as the hub of education and thought leadership in the UK. And, you know, hopefully, I suppose that term platform comes into its own then. You know, you are the platform and, and everyone, you know, from TRX point of view or other brands, they have their own goals and aspirations, but they are part of a, an industry platform. And it feels to me, you know, and I think we all speak about it, there's far more of a willingness to collaborate. 
you know so that in a in a roundabout way fraser yeah without being definitive it's very much about a platform with multi you know multifaceted ways of educating and adding value you sidestepped me nicely there. I was trying to, I was trying to get you to commit to something, but, uh, but it's very skillfully done, Steve. Can I, can I get into I mean, politics? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, it's all really, really exciting. I think what you guys are doing is, is awesome. I'm, I'm, I know we're all excited about being part of it, for sure. Yeah, and I think, yeah, the bit, I, I guess one thing I can say is I definitely want to sort of geo-clone, you know, that element of going, this is Performex. Where can it be taken as well? That's... Yeah. something once it can be established of you know and then brands it, it brings that partnership that brands can work with us we work brands and almost travel around the globe putting performex on i think it's different as well to anything out there yeah totally do you see so the the event that's obviously taking place in in march as that kind of be the um I suppose the pinnacle of, of your year of Performex, so all the other workshops and, and anything else that you're looking to do, would it all kind of then be brought back to your next Performex summit um, and then just tie it all in with everything else that you're looking to do over the year? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, and I, I think actually the timing of it, you know, it's, um, it's at that time in the year where there's going to be launches, there's going to be, you know, typically after COVID, we're first out of the block, so to speak, which, you know, hasn't been, I suppose it, you could say it's been purposely done, but actually with March, other things could have come up depending yeah. on how we've gone. But yeah, I think being at that point as well, that coaches have that January, February within clubs or whatever, but actually coming out of it, whether and some of them might feel a bit burnt out, but the ability to come to a two day conference and experience, engage with your peers get the industry together and then go off and then for the year and hopefully engage, but everyone can do their own thing as well. And then it all comes back, you know, and I think the narrative, the themes will change as well. I think the big thing for me is as well, another learn is you've got to adapt and move with the industry. So, you know, we might be in a certain focused area at the moment that is more, I guess, amplified a bit more, but next year, we know what the industry is like. It can move and we've got to adapt. And I think that's the beauty of the event is we'll always try and adapt and move with the times rather than being stuck, you know, and going, how do we move on? Yeah. So we, I mean, obviously the event we're we're obviously in the training and performance kind of section, I suppose. Um, is there kind of, obviously there's only so much that you can do over the two days and obviously you've sectioned it off in, in your key pillars. Was there a pillar that maybe you've had to kind of cut and leave maybe for, you know, later workshops or an event next year or something that you probably wanted a bit more of? Or do you feel that overall you've kind of got a a broad spectrum of of different areas of fitness that will appeal to a lot of of people in all different areas? Yeah, I'd say the link into wellness is possibly an area that has got a lot of growth. But actually defining, you know, I think we're in a, there's a transition, isn't there, of, you know, coaches, you know, what is fitness and, you know, where do they stay in their lane and where do they move out? Um, and like I say, almost going outside of though that one hour in the gym, you know, I think everything we're talking about, you know, has got an element of, you know, the training, the experience. And we've got, like I say, Friday is human performance, but I don't think human performance has matured to the level that a mass amount of people will fully get it now and i think that's an opportunity because 
you know, all the different parts of the body, like say, you know, the use of caffeine or, you know, relating that hormones, I think all of the areas, going back to Fraser's point, the depth can get a lot greater, um, if I'm honest. I think going to your point, Nathan, there's, there's a very good breadth. And I think we have covered quite a lot off, you know, I think, my my not concern but the thing i want to adapt and grow is adding more focus so you've almost maybe got a nutrition and behavior change summit you know and that you know if you are really into that that's when you'll spend a lot of your time or a movement and mobility or functional or strength you know we could look at doing that moving forwards so i just think there's a you know the key thing it goes back to that point of putting getting quality educators involved showcasing what performex is and then working with the likes of you guys and others moving forwards to go right what is needed how can we add this and, and having that proper partnership i think it's difficult it's difficult sometimes to go we're going to go deep into this topic across everything you know so hopefully there's going to be some topics that have been missed out but i think it's it's a good breadth of what's happening in the industry at the moment yeah, and you know what? What you're just des- what you're describing, Steve, is almost getting depth through breadth. You know, with a bunch of different people talking about, you create those tracks that you that you you know you alluded to. You know, that with a bunch of different people talking about the same thing, as long as their their content is curated properly to 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 sit on the shoulders of the other stuff that's being done, then. Yeah, because you've got a lot of different different experts talking about a similar thing, you're going to get depth through breadth, for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. That's, really no, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely um, from a strategic point, there's a lot of, you know, there's a. I guess that's the thing with it being that that first event. I can see in say three years, where can this be? Like that. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. This year excites me, and you know, typical first year. It, you know there's excitement there's nerves and everything but actually the bigger picture is putting a, an experience on that is good for the industry and i mm-hmm. think if you do it for those reasons then the commercial things come and everything but you actually you know things will naturally progress um and like i say we can have maybe certain areas will probably have more depth than others mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's the aim really of you're creating more masterminds, more workshops, more pre-cons, all of these things can come in, but we could, you could go on and on and on, but you've got, right. to, you've got to keep it to a certain level. So putting you on the spot, Steve, I know we've known each other for a while, so uh, I, I, <laughs> I can ask these kind of questions. You know, is there one presenter for you personally that you're really excited for people to see or experience or a workshop that, you know, you know, if you were going to tell people to go to one, what would it be? Surely it's got to be TRX. Wow, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> There's glad that politics saying. again. I mean, he, he's got a future. Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah. Um, Outside of TRX, then let me, let me make it more clear. I, I guess the, for me, not being a qualified coach, to me, that whole inspiration stage, if you... So I was with the guys from Reorg on Friday, so that Mark, triple amputee, who has done marathons he's done all of these things and it's probably one of the most humbling sitting around on a bjj mat listening to him say well my coach just said what's next do this suddenly like to me that session about overcoming adversity is is 
pretty powerful. You know, I think the other, for me, it's very much, I'm not going to be definitive on one Nath, if That's I'm sure. honest. Because I think there's a lot of good content. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Anyway. I totally agree with that. But also I was going to push, yeah. So but <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good enough answer for me. Ho- hopefully that, yeah, that, that shows that I can't be pinned down to just one. Because that I like if I, being in the fitness industry, I want to go to the event. And I've not, the event's not being created because of that. You know, we, we've all spoken about things. But I think being able to go and, you know, do a session with it, you know, someone like mobility through to listening to an ex-England rugby coach on leadership through to listening to someone on the psychology, you know, all of these things. And then being able to be involved in maybe a, a discussion or, you know, something engaging about the, the you know, the fitness, the fitness professional industry, where's it going? Like people should come along and be engaged and excited yeah so where can you know people that are listening that have, have, have the first experience of performex after listening to this podcast where can they find more information where is it going to be held what are the dates yeah so um so it's the 18th and 19th of march at tobacco docks london uh, so it's a pretty cool unique venue people will really notice that when they turn up website is performexlive.com and the Instagram handle is Performance Live as well. So those are probably the best ways to, you know, the schedules are there, the content's there, the speakers, you know, we're announcing people every day still. So, you know, do that. And obviously, you know, I guess you guys have got links to tickets, uh, things like that. So, yeah, the, the website and the Instagram, you know, are really sort of the core areas. Um, and then following myself on LinkedIn, Steve Orton, you know, I'm also putting different content out as well that was steve orton the lead consultant and visionary behind performex thanks for listening to this week's episode of the trx procast as a thank you we'd like to offer you 30 days of free access to the trx training club which features hundreds of amazing workouts with some of the best trainers in the world get your access by the link in the episode description below
for instance, on the Thursday night, we 